Booyakasha! Welcome back to another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy, G Swizz. Join my brother all the way in Deutschland. Joe, how we doing, Broxy? Hello, wie geht's dir? I don't know what that means. But I'm gonna roll with it, bro. I'm feeling the energy right now. Bro. Yeah, I like how you've said oh. Broxy two times in a row, but you totally Broxy, Broxy jokesy. I like Broxy. I like Broxy. Yeah, I'll call you Broxy. What's up, Broxy? Hawaii's chosen one, Mike Ma. Mike's turn. What up? What up? Mike Ma. Ever gotten called that? Ever called called Mike Ma? People call me Mike a lot. Yeah, or Michael, Michael Ma. People think I say Michael when I introduce myself. God, such howlies. Am I right? And a lot of my close friends call me Mikey. Mikey, Mikey. I'm gonna call you Mikey now. Mike's hey, Mikey. Mikey, um, I'm gonna call you. That. Nobody here uses my first name. People call me a lot of different stuff. I don't know. Why. I call you Micah. It's a simple name. I call you Ma. Okay. All right. Let's get into the heat of things here. Yeah. Everybody has been asking about what happened between the Long Beach State Sharks and the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. What went down? I want to tell you. Kind of heard the story. If you watched Charlie's interview, we'll bring that up in a little here of of kind of what he went the breakdown. I was on the floor when it started, and then on the bench when they started getting into a little scrappy scrap there. So I'm going to give you the full story of what went on. Because I heard the refs, I heard other people, I heard Charlie, I heard what was said between those two, and it was wow. heated. I heard it all. I think wow. I have the best. I can't wait for this. I haven't I heard this yet. I know. I think I, I haven't told you guys this story at all. No, no, no. I've been uh, waiting. Okay, okay. Patiently. So, all right, let me, let me, let me tell you what happened. I'm, I'm, all right, you're going to have to know a couple names, okay? Charlie Wade, UH men's volleyball coach. Alan Knight, Long Beach coach, right? I'm just going to refer to the down ref as the down ref, head ref to the head ref. And then you're going to have to know Rich Steriff. We play in the Stan Sheriff Center. Sheriff. Thank you. What did I say? Steriff. Oh, my bad. Sorry, Stan yeah. Sheriff Center. I'm so sorry. Um, Rich Sheriff is the son of Stan Sheriff. Uh, so he has literally jurisdiction of... The entire facility. He's the he's the facility manager. Like he has jurisdiction over Hawaii. Like for example, if he says Gage can't come in the stand, sheriff, Hawaii can't do jack squat about it. They cannot do jack squat. That 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 high power. So he controls the noise, whatever he wants. He controls whatever he wants in the building. And then we got our AD and we're our head athletic director. Okay, let's get into the story here. We lose the first set, right? We lose a close one first set just by playing like ass. I was not happy. I remember I go into the huddle. I started yelling at people because I was not happy with how they were playing. I wasn't servicing as well as I needed her to be, so I decided to pick that up. Okay, second set. It's about 3-5 here. No, no, 3-6. Spencer Olivia is going back to play. Now, are you winning are, or losing? Because that's we're losing. important. We're losing 6-3. So you lost the first set, lost and now you are losing 6-3. And we're losing 6-3. Correct. So he goes back there to surf. And we were pumping in crowd noise before. It was fine. Then all of a sudden, I'm in down right position. And all of a sudden, I hear this get louder and louder and louder and louder. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he goes, he misses his surf. 4-6. I'm like, okay, we're, we're, I was in the middle of the court. So now it's the middle's turn to serve. I go out to the, I go off to the bench to, um, to go, uh, to go sit because the middle is serving. I sit behind the coach's chair. I got Charlie standing in front of me. I got my lawn to my left, Joshua Walker, our assistant coach, to my right. And I'm sitting there, I remember. And all of a sudden, now the, the bench and the assistant coach and the down ref are talking. And I'm like, what is going on right now? What is going on? I see Charlie looking over to the other side right there. And I'm seeing, and he, he's got a little fire in his eyes. I'm like, oh, what is going on over there? Okay. So now I see Charlie and... Now Charlie goes and he yells to the other side. He's like, "Deal with it, deal with it." 
like deal with like the noise and whatnot. <laughs> wait, and wait, I'm wait. Like, I'm, I'm, so wait, really quickly, because I'm confused and I don't know anything about this, so maybe the audience is too. Mm-hmm. Are you guys on opposite? We're like, on opposite sides. sides. No, 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 no. We're on the same side, opposite ends. Okay, right? okay, okay. With the down so ref, like normal, with the, yeah, like yeah, normal. Yeah. With the down okay. ref keeping us at bay, right? Okay. So he's like, deal with it, deal with it. And it was up until this point, it had mainly been the assistant coach and some of the players talking to the down ref. All of a sudden, I see Alan Knight come around, pistol whip around the freaking corner. And this guy's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, a menacing figure, to say the least. And he comes, and he had some choice words for Charlie, because I was right there. And he goes, oh, he's like, he's like, he's like, what the F did you say to me? He's like, what, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? And I'm like, oh, shit. I see Charlie beelining it straight to him. So now these guys are going straight at each other with down ref, a 5'6", small, sweet, sweet man in the middle to try and keep these guys separated. And, and Alan's yelling at Charlie. He's like, you don't have to tell me what to do. Blah, blah. Yeah, like just, he had some very, very... Uh, Colorful language, to say the least. Wow. And Charlie and Charlie was yelling back at him. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, just deal with it. It's a crowd noise, blah blah. He's like, that's effing bull, blah blah. That's illegal. You don't tell me what to do, blah blah. He turns around, then Alan turns around, then turns back around, comes back at Charlie. Charlie's like yelling at him at the same time. At this time, Milan hops up. He's like, oh crap, Milan hops up. Oh, here goes he Milan. Goes, no, no, Milan was like trying to just kind of keep the situation at bay because I don't know if Charlie gets along with the other coaches. I'm not really sure, but. Milan, obviously, the happy figure, right? He's also not the head, so he can afford to be kind of yeah, talking yeah. to other people, right? Kind of creating those relationships. He's holding Charlie back, and they're yelling, right? So then they go to opposite ends. They go to opposite ends. Long Beach starts just like, let's go, let's, let's have it go. And I'm yeah, on the yeah. bench, and at this point, I'm just like, come on, guys, let's just play some freaking volleyball. Like, what is going on here? What's going on? So then Charlie goes back to the bench, and he starts waving to turn the crowd <laughs> even louder. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. Let's like, go, pump this noise yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Listen, it gets crazier. It, it gets crazier. It gets crazier. Okay? So this either happened the point after or the point, that same point. There was like, a, I think, a 10 or 15-minute stoppage of play. Right? The assistant... Uh, wait, um, wait. 10 minutes? Yeah. 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 It was long. It was long. So then... Whoa. Yeah. That's really, so then, really, really long. Yes. So then the down ref is still talking. He either... And then he goes to the up ref. He goes to the up ref. And he's talking. And... The up ref is talking to the down ref. And while this is happening, I see Rich Sheriff, and he turns it even louder while they're trying to talk. <laughs> and so he's getting even louder than it was before. So now Long Beach is hooting and hollering. We got our guys hooting and hollering. I'm on the bench like, guys, come on. Let's just play freaking volleyball. And Rich is turning <laughs> louder, and he's getting juiced. He's like he's like a gorilla back there. He's ready to freaking, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then so we had to get our our. Uh, Charlie calls over, calls over our assistant AD, talks to him about it, uh, talks uh, uh, about the whole situation. And basically what the whole thing was, Charlie was saying there's no rule into pumping authentic noise into it, right? There's a certain limit. Uh, like, And obviously there's way 80 more decibels. Yeah, yeah, it's 80 decibels. There's, there's more rules that kind of go into play. Like while the play is going, in between the plays, I'm not really sure the rules about that. I didn't know. I didn't care. I was just trying to play. Right? Anyway, so that that happened. Charlie serves – I mean, Josh – I mean uh, – we keep it high. We keep it that high. We go back after 10 minutes stop to play. Patrick serves in the middle of the net. Milan just curses him out. I'm like, God damn it, Patrick. And I throw my towel and I go in there and high five. Because I'm mad because we just stopped 10 minutes to play and that's the last thing you want to do. Patrick had a great night. Patrick had a fucking great night. I don't want to throw him under the bus there. So then, 
So then I go on. Another play happens. Another stoppage of play. The next, very next play. And this is, and then, and then, it's been now, the crowd's still noise, loud. And then what happens is the down ref has to go talk to our assistant AD. And our AD comes storming out saying, there is no rule against this. He is fighting for the crowd noise. And and I love David Matlin and our assistant AD. They're not the tallest, but they're the feistiest, right? So they're like small, yeah. but they're like, they're like, that is not a rule. And he's talking to the AD. So then I got Rich Sheriff on the po- on top of because he kind of he's on um an elevated surface with the with the crowd with the, his crowd guy and he starts yelling at the head ref and he's like he's like and I'm on the court at this time he's like there's no rule this is bs <laughs> there's no rule <laughs> then the head ref turns and he turns to to um to Rich and he's like it's my rule and I'm like oh my fucking god I'm like oh my my brain my brain just blew I was like this is getting out of hand quick quick they end up having to turn it down louder it was louder than it was before at the beginning I don't know if it got to as loud as it was I don't know they found some loophole I'm not really sure what they kind of came into so basically um we end up winning that set like 31 like 29 or something like that then we go into the locker room, and Charlie is freaking fired up. He's like, you're going to let them come in here and just do that. You guys got to blah, blah, blah. And there's more stuff that was said. I'm going to leave that between the teams. Like, you're going to let them come in here and do this, blah, that's blah. And he's, like, starting to yell. And then, like, he's, he's like he goes from, like, a like a really, like, intense to, like, to just, like, a snap. He's like, <laughs> start yelling. And we're all like, oh, my God, what's going on right now? So like, all right, let's go. We go. We get a cheer. We get back out there. And then uh, after the game, I have this. Joe maybe Joe Joe had the good idea of actually bringing up the interview. He calls he calls uh, Alan Knipe out, and the, I have the audio here. I'm gonna put it through my microphone. I'm sorry, I'll, I won't make it too loud. Um, this is on Contu News with Rob DeMello. If you want to watch the full interview, make sure you check out the interview. It's the full not Contu K H O N K H O N two. Oh my God, I've been in here for four years. <laughs> my bad, guys. And this con is what he's had to say like, about the whole situation. Two? <laughs> All right, this is this is what Charlie said. Just started like. I, I mean, I, look, I thought it was unprofessional. I thought it was unwarranted and clearly uncalled for. He came over and started swearing and being tough guy at me going, you calling me out? Oh, you, 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 you know, and it's like, buddy, I said, deal with it. I'm not calling anybody out. Just saying it's crowd noise. You're on the road. What's the problem here? And he's just kind of losing his mind. And, you know, like I said, I thought it was really unprofessional and totally unwarranted. Um, I'm not in charge of the crowd noise. I got nothing to do with it. So that's what Charlie had to say. I was shocked that he actually called him out. So the, so once I saw that, I was like, okay, I can kind of tell what like everything that happened during that whole time because I was like, okay, do I right, it's out do I tell air. some information that I you know what I'm saying? But it was it was intense, and now they're gonna be even more mad when they come and face us, which is good. We want that. We're gonna see him uh, probably pretty soon here in the next couple of weeks. We host the Big West tournament, and I imagine they're gonna do pretty well, and then we'll, we'll end up facing each other or whoever we end up facing. But um, Long Beach is pretty good. I have one other story that I want to share really quickly. A really funny one. So, this big German op. Joe, you know the big German op sit on uh, Long Beach? Yeah, all the guys on my team do. I didn't I didn't know Funniest before, thing. but they kind of told me a little bit this about is, So, So, he gets subbed in uh, middle of the fifth set, right? We're winning. We're winning, right? And I'm in charge of the back row. I got Chaz on my right and serve receive. Spiros Chalk is another freshman to my left and, and serve receive. And this guy gets subbed in. He goes to the front row. He's about 6'10", 6'11". He puts his hands behind his head like this, and he starts staring at Spiros with wide eyes like this, with wide eyes. And I'm like, I'm just like smiling. I'm like, I can't hold back, but he's like trying to intimidate him. And right before they serve, I start yelling, and I, I lean over to my left, and I, and I tap Spiros. I'm like, I'm like, Spiros, 
Spiros! And I point straight at the guy, so he sees me straight at him. I was like, watch out! He's staring you down! He's staring you down! And then I go back to my service seat spot, and he's like, he's trying to hold back a smile, and they start staring at me. And then I go back to Spiros, <laughs> and then I go back to Spiros, and I'm like, Spiros! Spiros! Watch out! He's staring me down now! He's staring me down! <laughs> and he just breaks, he could, he could hold it after that. He just started laughing after that. <laughs> Uh, so it, it was a fun series. It was a fun oh. series to say the least. Uh, I had a lot of fun out there. It was weird not having fans. Like after a point, like I'm yelling as loud as I can, and there's not like an eruption behind me. Um, even though our bench did a great job showing energy, especially that second night. Um, but yeah, so it was Gage, great. Gage, yeah, yeah. So uh, we have we have a question actually. Okay, okay. We're gonna do a question early on in the uh, podcast. Mm, okay. That relates directly to what you're just talking about from CTASJR. Um, so if Coach Allen Knipe and Coach Charlie Wade were to fight, who'd win? With the coaching staffs? No, no, no. That's, that's two no, one different fighting styles. One's tall, brute, big. Charlie's more of a bulldog, right? I don't think he's afraid to get a little dirty, you know what I'm saying? I'm being quite honest with you. I don't think Charlie's afraid to get a little dirty. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was, in, I was like, I'm just like sizing guys up right while this is happening. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Uh, I wasn't gonna fight anyone. But, I mean, maybe I would have. I probably would have. I don't know. Unprovoked. I'm not. I'm not not gonna throw. Michael punch. would. Only Michael. No. Only Michael. <laughs> if it's a USC fan, Michael would throw a punch. No. 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 <laughs> no. But I don't know, man. That's. I don't know. That's. That's a hard question, man. I don't know. Uh, how? I mean, both are respective in their fighting styles and their jitsus. I respect both of them in uh, in the in in, in, in an octagon. So I don't Who know. You got see. Gage. I don't know. Allen has a long reach, though. That's tough. But Charlie is that bulldog. I'm going to go with my head coach. I'm going to go with the bulldog technique. Going to go right. low. Joe, you know them both. I don't know them both up. well enough. Joe? Hey, I'll back up my coach, too. Charlie. I'll, I take Charlie. I'll put, I'll put it on Charlie. I, From I think an outsider's right. I perspective, I think it's not even an outsider's perspective because I, I do see what you're saying about the bulldogness mm-hmm. and the not afraid to get dirty uh, and just the pure, like, Anger, or I don't know, something about him gives me that. He might have a small upper hand, but it seems like in this scenario, Alan Allen had had some anger. Oh and, yeah, and yeah, that's Knipe true. is clearly aggressive. the bigger guy, so it depends on on any given night somebody can show up. But on this night, it seemed like Allen had a little bit more fire under him. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But on Situation. on a different day, I could see Allen Allen having to. Definitely hold back an absolute daredevil coming yeah, his I mean, way. So yeah, yeah. I mean, both both can definitely channel their energy and anger to uh, to use for the jitsus of choice in the octagon. Who do you uh, think uh, with the coaching staffs? Because you proposed oh, that dude. question. Is it like? Is, does that change it by a lot? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, a lot. Josh and jo- and McKay will go at it. I don't know. I don't know. That that's tough. Dude, McKay. Yeah, McKay. Who's McKay? He's Who's big McKay? chest, big chest, chews a lot of gum. Who's McKay? Blonde hair, beard. Oh, Long Beach. Okay, okay. Love it. Great, great guy. Great guy. I just, I just think it's funny how he, he always has his chest out like that, and uh, we have a good time with, uh, with that. But anyway, this is not a solo dole up so with the boys, with a bunch of dolos. Uh, we are bringing on here the one, the only Lauren Carlini. For those of you who don't know who Lauren Carlini is, get out of, get out, get out of under a rock. Come on now. Starting setter for the U.S. national team, uh, women's national team. She is a woman. Uh, spoiler alert. 
She is, we asked her to hop on the show. She's about to go to the Olympics, for God's sake. She's spending her last couple weeks in Italy in the Italian playoffs. Um, but more no. to come. Come on. Turkish. No. <laughs> I'm no. going to redo that. I'm that just going to say, okay, she's going to the Turkish. She's going to the Turkish playoffs. Don't redo it. Just leave it. Yeah, I'm leaving She it. is in the Turkish playoffs. Okay, I'm so no. sorry. She's not going. They're God. in the middle of it. I hate myself sometimes. Okay, Lauren Carlene, everyone. We are now joined here by Lauren Carlini, ex-Wisconsin yeah. setter, current yeah. national team setter. Her music <laughs> interests are an int- interesting combination of the Backstreet Boys, Travis Scott. Her hands are so smooth, known to make a grown man cry. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us on this fine, fine, well, night for you, morning for me. How are we doing? Morning. Uh. Fantastic. Is this rated R or is this PG-13? Like, what type of level are we shooting for here? Uh, It's pretty much rated whatever Gage wants. Exactly. Gage kind of just does whatever he wants. It's a fine line in between X and R, so whatever you want to say, you can just say on this podcast. No, no, we never take it that far. We never take it that far. But whatever you want to say, don't worry about it. We, uh, we, we don't take ourselves very seriously. And my coach doesn't listen to this podcast, so that makes it (laughs) ten times better. Exactly. But, um, Lauren, so where are you joining us from today? Um, well, I am currently in Istanbul, Turkey. We are in our last two weeks of season here. So just finishing playoffs and, mm. uh, yeah, wrapping up after a long season. So it's been great and I love it here and hopefully I'll be staying here for another season. Well, it sounds fun. First Sick. things first. Things first Wait, so- I have a question about Turkey. Are you going to move on? Ask me. Because I've heard Istanbul is like a super sick place. It's I heard it's insane. super cool. Like, okay, everyone always, like, pipes up Italy, and I get it, okay? They can do pasta and bread well. I get it. Yeah. But, like, Istanbul has it all. Like, the people are incredible. They're so helpful. They're so nice. And That's what I've heard. Just the vibes are so different. I've heard it's a sleeper. I've heard it's it's a sleeper. sleeper. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing? Honest Turkish breakfast. I don't know why I even had to think about that. Turkish breakfast. Yeah. What I is that? Vegetables what is that? didn't belong at the breakfast table, but they do. Like what is it? What do they do? Everything you can think of. It's like vegetables, so like cucumbers, feta cheese. Uh, they call oh. pishi, which is basically like donuts. Um, as much as you can eat, and they just keep it common, like Brazilian steakhouse style. It's great. Sick. What is what is yeah. non? So what is uh, uh Turkish food typically like dinner food? That's a good question. Uh, lots of meats that don't include pork. I would say they're really big into that. So just different types of meats. And then, I don't know, things like lentils and like weirder carbs that we don't really eat. Like they don't really eat a lot of pasta. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a step up from European breakfast where you go there and you're like, facts. it's like, like three things. You're like, <laughs> what? You're like, like, let me eat this baby croissant this? for breakfast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I hate it. I right. hate it. Okay. All right, now, Sorry, Lauren. Gage. No, you're chilling. You're chilling. You're cruising, bro. All right, so so obviously, I don't know if you realize, but I stalked your Team USA page to find out some information to give you that absolutely <laughs> riveting intro. Uh, I love I want, being stalked. Well, especially when it's yourself, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> well, the first thing I want to just kind of go from is I, I announced it in the intro. Your favorite music person slash group it's the Backstreet Boys and Travis Scott. What's the like? What's the that is on opposite polar ends of just you can't. There's no relation between those two. Why are those two the top? I mean, that the Backstreet you know, Boys released a song and like since like 15, 20 years. Yeah. Well, now that you say that out loud, uh, <laughs> I feel old. 
go. You know, the Backstreet Boys is just like nostalgia. And like, I would make mm -hmm. up dances to them when I was growing up. And then now I listen to things to get me hype. And it's like Travis Scott and the baby and stuff like this. Oh, so, the baby. That's a good choice. Yeah. Like I'm really on separate ends of the spectrum, but then my daily stuff is country like Morgan Wallen and Luke. There Hunt, we so. go. There we go. Yeah. Best album of the year right there. That's yes. Don't no, say it too no... loud because you know, people are trying to cancel him and stuff, but dude, big fan. that big album fan. is insane. The double insane. Insane. Well, the fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, that yeah. album is legit. It depends Travis on the Scott. mood, but I can pretty much go anywhere with it. Yeah, yeah. Travis Scott's concerts are next level, so I've heard. Oh, I can't imagine. I watched that I Netflix that, on him. That guy's That's got all I saw. Energy. Talk about energy. That guy's got energy, bro. I think, yeah, and he I knows think the Kardashians, so like, he's got things going for him. Yeah, yeah. I think energy is being supplemented in some Exactly. Some way. A little it white Christmas before the shows. I something like that. <laughs> a little booger sugar to her nosebleed, uh, to quote the late <laughs> sugar. Hey, it's his words, not mine. All right, so the second thing I want to talk about here: happiest moment in your life is winning the National Gatorade Play of the Year. Oh. Is that the actual happiest moment in your life? Because you've been to so many tournaments now, you've done so much <laughs> stuff. Is that really the happiest moment in your life? You know. I think so because it was just such a surprise. I didn't know what was happening. My whole family was there to surprise me. I don't know how they kept it a secret. They're horrible at keeping secrets. So I think just like the, I don't know, I don't know, culmination of it all, like, holy crap, I am the Gatorade player of the year and all my family's here to celebrate. And I got everyone out of testing for the day. So like, that was uh, awesome. Oh, that's big yeah. time. That'd be my like, favorite. You, you pulled the hero card. Test. I did. Yeah. It was crazy, you guys. Like, we were supposed to have a test that day in what I think it was social studies or government or something. And they're like, oh, we need one more day to study. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, whatever. I got a testing for that day for everyone. And then we had an assembly for like two periods. So, yeah, I got everyone out of school for the day. That was yeah, fun. Bro. And when you're younger, I feel like, I don't know, like, those moments are just, you're just more happy. You just, you just are. You just are. You're so innocent, you and you're just like, this is the exactly. greatest thing ever. Like, yeah, exactly. This you don't have to worry about thing. paying your phone bill or your car insurance. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You're just doing yeah. your thing. There's no more joy. We in talk life. about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> you can do you, Joe. No, I was saying we talk about that a lot. Like how like our club days, like that's the most like pure, genuine fun you have because there's no money involved. There's no like drama. It's just like you're playing with like your best friends and like club, high school. Like those are the best times to play. People always ask us about playing pro. We're like. I mean, pro is for sure fun, but when money gets involved, it kind of corrupts a lot of things. And so the club days, the high school days, I to I can understand why you, well, that was the best moment for sure. Totally. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I we kind of wanted to, we kind of wanted, so this, a big part of this show is focused around kind of the NCAA tournament, the women's bracket. We actually recorded two days ago a bracket challenge. Actually, now it might come out before we release this, but we, uh, I want to talk to you kind of about the state of the Big Ten right now. Um, and I want to hear your Final Four prediction. Let's start with that. Like, your Final Four predictions, if you – because I, I know I wrote you before, um, just kind of be ready for that. So I don't know if you went mm -hmm. through the brackets and, and you understand kind of what, what the layout of each bracket. But do you have that prepared for us today? Yes. So I glanced at it. Uh, disclaimer, I haven't been – paying super close attention like as i'm sure you guys know who play overseas it's like nine hour time difference yeah. impossible to watch the games and really keep up with stuff but 
Of course, I have to go with Wisconsin. Like, alma mater, we're of number course. one. Like, let's go. This is our year, you know? <laughs> That's why I didn't ask you for the national champion. Because I'm like, it's, if I just ask for the national champion, it's going to be an easy answer. I'm like, all right, we should go it's final four. Unranked, and I'm like, Wisconsin, Cinderella team, bring it. That's what um, I did. That's what I did. I had UCLA beating Wisconsin, even though Wisconsin obviously is stacked. I'm Mike, like, I had uh, Wisconsin losing for second round to Weber State. So No, I didn't. You're gonna no. need to hop off to the, off this Zoom call right now. I had UCLA fight. in the final though, so they didn't beat you for nothing. <laughs> no, okay. So I went through the bracket. Wisconsin. I'm gonna go with my Big Ten teams, pretty much. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Nebraska, and I'll throw Kentucky in there as like they're doing great things and um, would be cool to see an SEC team sneak in there. So those are my final four. Would be cool. Playing to see it safe. It. Playing it safe out there. I don't like. Istanbul. I don't like underdogs. Oh, what? Just kidding. I was the underdog. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, what, what were you guys? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You were Gatorade Player of the Year. What underdog? do you mean Gatorade Player of the Year? You're an underdog. You were three time what first team American. Where, where in your is story is there an underdog? Hey guys. Scenario. Okay, I relate not... to you. You know, I relate to you. I was totally the. I never had it good. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, can I retract my statement? By underdog team, I met my freshman year in college when okay. my 2013 Wisconsin team, we made all the way to the national championship. We were ranked. I don't even know, like 12th, something like this, Holy. like weren't supposed to be good. And we beat Texas in the semifinal matched up against Penn state and lost, but that was an incredible run. And I mean, no one expected us to yeah, that's, make it that that's far. Legit. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's so legit. that's what that's I meant by that. Story. That's an we'll underdog. Give we'll give you that one. We'll let Thank slide. you. Yeah. I really dodged a bullet. What? Why do yeah. you think the big? Why do you think the Big Ten is so dominant? Like this year, you look at the top ten rankings. Every single, I mean, the only teams who are really in the picture besides Kentucky are just Big Ten. What is it about the Big Ten schools in there, like recruiting, to be able to get players over Pac-12 um, and the SEC schools? I mean, they are. You do have programs like Wisconsin, Nebraska, Penn State, who just are just known, um, obviously, amongst the volleyball world, but. Even like you just look at the spread, every single team's legit. I I don't know if you have any insight to why that's the case right now. You know, I think the biggest thing is just club development and where these clubs are located. And so in the Midwest in general is a really strong um, like girls club development. And so I think we kind of feed into that. And so these college coaches get to go and watch these players every weekend. Um, And so I think we have coaches who have been in this, like Big Ten, their their program for a long time and have have established that program, so people know them. Um, between that, going and seeing them every week at club tournaments and kind of building that relationship through camps and um, I guess the recruiting process has changed the last couple of years. Just having to go to later, I think it was junior year, you can start recruiting now. Um, but yeah, I think just the sustained success, um, having that club exposure level at such a young age um and proximity that's kind of why i went to wisconsin it's only two hours away yeah yeah were you looking at any other schools or were you pretty much like locked in on wisconsin not really i like to say that my second choice would have been michigan but i committed so i mean i committed my freshman year in high school so i was pretty yeah, I was pretty locked in just because this girl named Maria Carlini played at Wisconsin as an outside, no relation. Um, oh. But yeah, just like really small world. So I go- started going to camps when I was really young. 
got to know the coaching staff and it was only two hours away. So it kind of like fit everything I wanted in a school. Um, so yeah, I just committed really early and never really looked anywhere else to be honest. I just got totally, lucky yeah. pretty much is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Why do you think, why do you think the, cause I feel like women's volleyball, like now the center of it is in like the Midwest or like in the more in the middle of the country and boys, mm-hmm. it's completely the opposite. It's totally coastal. Right. Why do you think that that, how did that happen? Did, do you have any idea of how women's volleyball is so big in like Nebraska <sighs> and Wisconsin Why? and even Texas? If I don't, that's not Midwest, you know? but like, I feel like, like California is kind of. I'm not sure I could give you a great answer. I think, okay. I think one of the things is with California, at least with women's side of things, they grow up playing beach volleyball. So this is what they are kind of like in the pipeline for. Whereas, you know, you play beach for like a week and a half in Chicago or it's too hot or too cold. Like there's nowhere in between, like you're playing indoors. Oh. So we have really established cl- clubs at the youth level um, in the Midwest who have been successful for many, many, many yeah, years. So I think that's kind of where it stems from. Yeah, um, climate, like we're outdoors doing stuff and you guys are kind of indoors doing stuff. Yeah, we're like in our parkas or like we're in our houses sense. in the air conditioning. There's no in between. But why wouldn't that transfer to the men? That's a good point. I also think men, it's just not as popular of a sport right now. Like right. men, you know, like. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. I also, okay, this is, I can, I can go down a really bad rabbit hole. But oh, I let's don't do it. No, wanna... no, 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 no. We <laughs> rip like us apart. <laughs> and we Lauren, do agree that women's it. volleyball is clearly the bigger and like more popular make sport. Make me cry. America. That's what I'm that's Okay, what I'm, I'm going to make you cry. So another reason I think okay, so men in general, their first initial sports they probably get put into are like football, basketball, soccer. This is gonna get bad. Oh no, right. no, okay. no! Let's we're the this. leftover yeah. athletes for sure. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm going with this, right? It's like, no, okay, we if we don't, if we're not tall enough, we're not fast enough. Whatever happens, we kind of get then thrown Settle. into men's volleyball, and which yeah. is not as popular. It doesn't have as much exposure. Um, still, a really cool sport. I sport. I love watching men's volleyball, but not the same level of attraction in the United States that basketball and football and whatnot has. So. For whatever reason, I think it's the coastal states for men that draw in a lot more people and the Midwest for women. Um, just a lot more women play volleyball. And it's, I think, it's the gro- biggest, gro- blah, 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 fastest growing youth sport in America. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's promising. The amount of girls in, I have three sisters and they all played volleyball. And the amount of girls in these tournaments is ridiculous. It's wild. Like, like AAU had like 27,000 participants. 27,000 participants. Yeah, I can't. That is like... insane. Yeah, it's wild. I, I, I think yeah, that... women's volleyball is so big. I think that the reason... I think the girls, like game, like you said, you have way more players, right? All the top athletes are going to go... They're going to gravitate towards volleyball. Like, the reason why why you guys have such a, uh, a, a, a bigger group of elite players is obviously because of that. And I think the team, like the elite players you see in men's volleyball, which is a small amount of the players, are the people. Okay, maybe those weren't left over, but everything, everyone else were, and that's why. Like I said, I think, I, mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. Because at my school, it was like, if you didn't make the cross country team, or if you didn't make the any team, cross country and volleyball has no cuts. So you have two <laughs> options. Where are you going there? You know, they can't. They can't say no to me. Exactly, <laughs> mom. I did it. I made it. <laughs> Frost off second team. 
<laughs> Look at me now. You were wrong. Yeah. No, but exactly. like, Gage, but well it. said. Way to put my words into way oh, better. Of course. Words. No, yeah, that, no, that's really true. We're I don't brutally think honest. Any of us could compete at any of the main sport levels. Yeah, we could. Micah is a state champion in in basketball. Mm. I don't. Know. Are you state champion it's in football not. as well? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. This big team. You're born. <laughs> you're born a Lauren right now. You're true underdog story. I mean, come on now, Micah. No, don't play this card. Nothing to do with <laughs> feel sorry for us. Micah could play multiple sports if he wanted to. I think I, I can play maybe one or two, but not not to the extent that Micah can. Soccer soccer's the worst sport ever. I don't know how people do it. Oh, Joe loves soccer it. so much. Sorry, it's actually Joe. football, it's but football. Yeah, it's actually football. <laughs> get it right. Are you a baseball fan? Um, if by baseball fan you mean like it, I can take really good naps to it. Yeah. Ooh, wow. yeah, not a baseball fan. So this is what October this is what something. No, no, she's no. I no. played softball. Okay. okay, I liked softball a lot, but baseball okay. for me, it's like I can do two innings and then I'm. Yeah, taking baseball is really okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, it's well let me moving. ask you this. Yeah. All right, well, let me ask you yes. this. It, it doesn't okay. really relate to baseball, and it does in a way. But I was thinking this week, because there, I think we had a practice where every single middle uh, in this week Pratt missed every serve of a set or something in some drill we did. I'm like, what if we had like a DH server? So like every you could put one guy uh, every time that middle yes. served. You could like I was thinking about that this week. I'm like, that could be an interesting rule that they they should That's look at trying. What girls do sometime. for liberos? Liberos, yeah, we did that in college. Yeah, like, okay, you get middles. To we all know how middles can be. <laughs> hey, what are your um, thoughts on middles? Yeah, what are your thoughts on middles? I love middles. I could never ever do their job. But sometimes you just want to be like, get the hell out of my way. They're just like a brick wall, you know, and you got to like chop them down. Yeah. Joe, Joe's notorious for his getting middles out of his way. Joe scissor yeah, kicked I, my middle on a throat. True story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't no. do that. He got on his back and no. started beating the crap out of him. Yeah. He forgot about the ball. It was just... He just saw his No, like middles right. need to be sometimes. The funny thing is, the only guys from my team who listen to this are our middles, and I love them. So, <laughs> shout out to those guys. The other thing is, yeah. one of them put me in the. I had a bunch of stitches last month because <laughs> he elbowed me to the head, and I was just bleeding from running into a middle. And me, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I've seen you do it a couple times too, just shove the middle. So, like, I think sometimes oh, yeah. it's good. It's sometimes it's good for that. They'll, they'll learn fast. I don't think any middle they gets will. mad from it too. They'll just, they're like, yeah, just do it if you need to. I, I know I'm in the way. They just accept it. Yeah, they love it. Like, if they get tagged on Instagram, they're like, look, I got shoved today. It was awesome. I got lit the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely clock them in the back of the head. There's a, a right hand hook. I totally just heard your Wisconsin accent, by the way. When you just said awesome. Like, that was very, like, Wisconsin. Awesome. No, I'm from Chicago. I, I get it right. For sure. Oh, she's from Chicago. From Chicago. Hey, Chicago. So you like It's pretty much in Wisconsin. Oh, here we go with this. Scott Static. Remember his argument of like, we're the only people that speak correctly, and we're like, no, I don't think, I don't think you are. There's an entire, there's an entire USA, and you're the only people. I don't think you're the only. Like, we're the only people that say our A's and like E, and we're like, no. So like our vowels. Wisconsin. Oh, Lord. Lauren. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So you were out of Wisconsin, right? 
Have you ever? All right. No, two. she's from Chicago. She just said <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I mean, I went to school. So oh, you're God. from North Dakota, went to South Dakota State. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> no, no, no. But, so you went, so we actually were in Wisconsin. Uh, we went to, it's in Madison, right? Yep. Madison. So we were actually in Madison, Wisconsin uh, last summer. We played in Wapaka. And we went right to the Lily, right, like right in the town. Have you ever heard of a place called Dottie's Dumplings? Just out of curiosity. Ooh. Is the Pope Catholic and is water wet? So that's a yes. Ye- I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I've never heard water that reference. being wet. I'm just gonna nod my Very head. controversial. <laughs> so yes, is that like a big con- place? You can't use that. Dottie's <laughs> is like the place we went to after our matches because we had dry seasons. We were good girls, and we had dry seasons, so we couldn't drink. So we're like, okay, let's just eat burgers instead. So we would go to Dottie's, and we would or I would always get a bison burger, fire, um, and their cheese curds. Yeah, it's oh. absolutely incredible. You have to like, even when you're 21, you have to like turn your flashlight on to see the menu. That's how dark it is in there. But great vibes. We, uh, we were going to go there, but it was closed, and we were so pumped because it was called Dottie's Dumplings. We'll have, to, so we'll we have to send her the clip the of us. Yeah, we'll send we'll you the, we'll send the clip. Yeah, please send it. I also hey. have something, because she said you're you basically, like, it's really dark in there. This is super random. Like have you room. heard of the restaurant? <laughs> yeah, dude, none of my lights work. <laughs> Only my bathroom light works and my oven light. So That's when it's great. night, it's nighttime. But have you heard <laughs> of um, the restaurants that you eat? in the complete pitch black and the <laughs> yeah, waiters are blind. Like nightmare. The servers are blind and they come and bring you in. Like you can't see anything. <laughs> I don't know what you're feeling. You're making this up. You're making this up. I'm not. This I up. swear There's to God. No Stein, Stein Van Toberg just told me about it, Joe. It's in Amsterdam. And he said that there's a couple of them, like this all over horrible. the world. And he said, he oh, went and he's like, everything, you can't, this Amsterdam explains everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. That explains but he it. said there's some outside Amsterdam and that doesn't explain it. Okay, so I mean, step one, send me the video of the Dotties, and step two, find this place and if it's actually a thing. <laughs> and is. the it other, is. the other thing we need to send you video. I don't. So, which year at Wisconsin did you guys come to Hawaii? Twenty. Oh, she was there. 2016. So we have we have a video. I'm gonna use it as a promo for you coming on. I'll I'll post okay. it on our out of system account. It's it, it's not you're not. I mean you are in it, but it's one of our middles screaming uh-huh. we were heckling we were behind you guys heckling and he uh-huh. was screaming your name the whole time i'm a, i'll we'll send it to you too after this but oh, i don't me? know if you, did you recall Thanks, that sir <laughs> uh, you didn't look at no. all i don't think no maybe you, i think one time you gave him a look but it was like a really kind of like sassy look in a way yeah, yeah I, have a, I have a great rbf i have a great rbf i feel so. like you don't do a lot of things without sass that's the vibe i'm getting wow my god uh, no, yeah, that's... you pretty much nailed me right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. I feel rude. like you're an absolute like... raging. No, no, just kidding, just kidding. no, that's two different things. That's two different. Things. That's the vibe I'm picking up from you right now. I'm Why? Are you... <laughs> what I'm saying. You're a total absolute. God, it must be. I'm not sure if me and Gage would be friends outside of this. I'm not. Why sure. would? What do you mean? I feel like we're both free spirits. I feel like. I'm not afraid to say what I need to say. You're not afraid to say what you need to say. I feel like we're getting a lot of arguments, though. You know? Yeah, like, and maybe some fist fights. Because I feel like I could take you. Like, I'm pretty tough. How tall are you? Oh. You're about, like, 6'3". Six, 6'2". Six, okay, Gage. I'm 6'2". Well. All right, well, we'll, we'll settle this on the Gage, pod right now. Gage, you're not 6'2". Gage, Gage, you're not 6'2". I'm a little under 6'2", bro. Just say the truth, bro. Have say you seen truth. my... Ju- I... There's Jordan's on, yeah? Six, with six, the trick. With my Tims. <laughs> 
If I'm fighting you with my Tim's, my guy, and a Yankees hat. Dude, with the Tim's, though, you look you look sweet with the Tim's. <laughs> with the Tim's and my iced out wrist? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm iced out yeah, right so now. Yeah, so in order on. for this to happen, we got to go to the south side of Chicago, and then we can handle things with the way this is I'm sure a, a barn a barn burner at a, in, a Wisconsin, in a Wisconsin barn wouldn't be too bad either. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I just said there, but I'm just gonna roll with it. What? What's? Who's one player that you? Oh no, sorry. One person you wish could come and watch you play. Anybody in the world, outside of your family oh. and friends. Um. Uh, anyone that could come watch me play ever. Yeah. Um, wow, you're really gonna put me on the spot. I'm terrible at these questions. The students you got uh, out. Of I feel like this. I feel like here. this kind of gives a good, like a good uh, perception of like who a person is, like who based on who they say this, in a way. Okay, I have two answers. <laughs> two is good. Mm. Two, no, okay. Two's two's down one, to two is pretty good. One, and then one, like, okay. Okay. I would have Jimmy Garoppolo come and see me because wow. I Garoppolo. am trying to find Whoa. me a man, and I heard he's single, so. Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I mean, I heard Jimmy G. Him. He has yeah. great 49er. taste in women as well. I heard. 49 Yeah, and he's. <laughs> 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 I know exactly where you're going with that. <laughs> Wait, what happened? What happened, Gage? I don't what? know this. Don't say he, it on he got, this. Don't say it on this. You're we can say it. He got caught dating a porn star. We can say it. He <laughs> whoa, got caught it was, dating and Lauren's like, whoa, sign whoa, me Joe. up. Lauren's like, sign it, me up. Come it was a one-night stand. Have some respect for the woman, okay? Yeah. It wasn't dating. Uh, so but yeah, are you a Niners fan? Illinois? Are you a Niners no, fan? No, I'm a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Okay, so, so for now, she is. By default, you're a Niners fan right now? Yeah. Honestly, like... Okay, I'm from Chicago, so I kind of have to be a Bears fan. But I'm more of like I follow people I went to college with and who play in the professional, like you know, NFL. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. follow players more than I follow teams. If that makes sense. Right, right. No, that does. Okay. So, did you go? And to the other one? Oh yeah. True. Wait, and the other one? Honestly, okay, not even just to watch me play, but just to, like have a conversation with her, Serena Williams. Like mm. she's a bad ass. That's like true. the no, stuff she, she went she through, and now she she's is. still freaking playing and balling out. And then, did you guys? Okay, probably not. Architectural Digest came in, saw her house, saw her trophy room. She's like, "Oh, here's another Australian Open. Oh, I didn't even know I had this one here. Like, trophies on trophies." Yeah, I know she has a lot. She's sick. She's sick. I I had a one just real quick before you go, Gage. I had a question as my room is getting darker and darker and darker. Going to um, the blind restaurant. No, not that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, talking about the fight, who's one girl? Hope okay, we'll say in the USA gym because I don't know enough women international players that you would pick okay. to be on your team in like a two v two tag team like cage match. Oh, this is a good question. Um, or like who you wouldn't want to actually have to get in a fight with. Okay. Honestly. Probably Kelsey Robinson because really she's all like yeah because okay she's very sweet and great but she is uber competitive and if you hit like I mean you hit a chord with her she will flip the switch and like see red like there is no I feel like whoa once game on ding, 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 she's, game, she's like game not over. she's like not the biggest girl she's small like smaller no. in stature compared the Midwestern to Midwestern girls Micah. Midwestern yeah, girls. she's Dang. one of the like dirty fighters. Have you fought like, her before? Wow, I would have never guessed that. Have you fought ever. her before? Yeah. No. How do you know she's a dirty fighter? Have you ever fighter? fist fought a teammate? Have you ever fist fought a teammate? No. 
No. Okay. This try is it. not men's okay. volleyball. You should try it. No, my sick. sister's been in more fights than me. <laughs> my sister's been in way more fights than me. If I could I know, choose, I don't know what that says. If I could choose two players to come watch me play, I'd choose my mom and Lauren so I could fight her and prove that I can take her. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I would love to see Gage just clock her. Just bang! <laughs> no, I feel like oh. players are Midwest- Midwesters. I, I'm agile, so I can move quick, too. So you gotta watch out for He is agile for his size. I'm boy. not six foot. I'm like six two. Strong. That's true. Gage, Strong. Not six two. Dude, I am six two. I swear. I'm six two. You're not. You're six two and a half. Six three. Anyway, whatever, bro. I'm All a libero. Right, Who cares matter. about my height? Doesn't matter. It doesn't libero matter. diet. Gee. That's true. That's true. So, Lauren. All right. That's another thing we should get into as well. You're from the Midwest. I chose. I, uh, since my Midwest, uh, uh, spiritual awakening to cheese curds for the first time last year. I went to Milwaukee. <laughs> I I I went to Milwaukee Burger Company. The best cheese curds I've ever had in my life. We're gonna go to Dottie's Dumplings. Unfortunately, it wasn't open. We'll send you the clip. Uh, so I stay on this thing in order to get my game to the next level and, uh, keep my, uh, my brain running sharp and my body like a well-oiled machine. I stay on this thing called the libero diet consists of, you know, game day. Uh, I'll go, I'll go literally get a caniac combo and then pound five McChickens and then go play a five setter. Like I have no problem consuming that. Uh, I I am not overweight. I just want to get that out of the, out of the way right now because you can only see on the line. We like to say on the line. (laughs) As a libero diet, I want to, the, the goal is to get as grounded as possible, right? Thankfully, the Midwest had a, does a great job of that for me. Has opens up so many opportunities for me to stay on that diet. You know, I was scared when I travel. I'm like, how do I keep this insane diet? And the Midwest, <laughs> no matter where I went, um, allowed for me to yeah. stay on it. So thank you for that. Uh, so I was saying, You're so would you consider yourself a pretty healthy eater, especially when you go pro? I mean, I ask these people all the time, like, because Joe always gets on me. He's like, you got to eat healthy when you go pro and stuff. Where do you where do you kind of sit? Oh, yeah, where were you eating in college? And then where do you eat now? How do you eat now? Yeah, okay. I would say in college at the time, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so healthy. It's insane. But then, okay, <laughs> after freaking games, I go to Dottie's and I eat a burger. And then bison you burger. know what we all do during the bison burger. That's healthy. <laughs> um, then spring we all know what happens in spring when we had a dry season so it's like i really wasn't that healthy when i was in college you know i thought having like bisquick pancakes for breakfast was healthy because it had protein in it whoop de do <clears throat> and so when i got to become a pro though and i played my first year in italy and i gained oh too much <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the pasta and carbs definitely got to me. I was like, ah, that's why I'm not playing good volleyball because I'm 20 pounds heavier than I'm supposed to be. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wish I could eat this Midwestern diet and like pretty much lose weight like the libero over here, but that's not the case anymore. So I would say I'm pretty conscious about what I eat now. Like after games, if my teammates are ordering burgers, I'll be like, you guys, I literally cannot eat a burger first digestive problems i'm gonna feel horrible after this and my body's not gonna recover from this and so it's not I go a bison and I order burger. some salmon yeah and it's not a bison burger get with the yeah. time yeah. um and so i'll order a salad with protein and like just be really diligent about i don't know kind of feeling it's more about fueling than this sounds bad but like enjoying a lot of the time but of course i still indulge i believe heavily in having at least a dessert a day 
Um, no one can take that oh. happiness away from me. So have you had tartlet yeah. fries? What? A tartlet fries? I just found them in France. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> I eat one I after didn't every even begin single. I to tell you what letter that begins with. So oh, no. it's so good. After every single weightlifting, I get one. It's just, what is it? <laughs> but it's a dessert. I don't know. Uh. I just know that there's strawberries. I know there's strawberries. Also, Mike, a nice French word for strawberry. A nice lighting. Good point, Joe. Nice lighting. Yeah, I was going to say that. Nice lighting. Yeah, I got my lamp on over here. <laughs> no longer in a oh German my dungeon. God, it's like Victorian. Yeah, Victorian lamp. <laughs> so right, you alluded to Ease up on my apartment, guys. Ease up. So Not everyone can be Istanbul penthouse, all right? We got underdogs on here. All right. Wow. I take zero offense to this. Wow, wow. Hey, you shouldn't, actually. You're living the best no, yeah, life. You yeah. Yeah. Um, so you kind of alluded to it. So guys, all right. So you hear about Midwest guys. You have Midwest guys on the team. They like drinking beer. They like drinking. Okay, that's the number one thing. Yeah, me too. But what about girls, man? Like, you hear all the stories about girls. And you said you had a you, you dry season in the fall. Those of you who don't know what that is, mm -hmm. dry seasons when you guys don't. Uh, partake in any alcoholic beverages, to put it to put it the best, and then second, then spring. You guys are on. You guys are just training. All other substances off. are full go though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Sure. If you don't want to ever play college volleyball ever again. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're into. Heroin intake on the yeah. on the next level that you've ever seen. Before. In the fall, it's just through the roof. <laughs> I don't drink. It's too bad for my body, but I smoke crack, black tar heroin, particularly. <laughs> We're in dry season, so we like to, you know, we like to keep it like tranquilo. Real clean. We Are keep it tranquilo. Is that a beer? Here, snort tranquilo. this line of cocaine. Way better. <laughs> but like, I mean, how hard? How hard did you guys party? I mean, like, being honest here, because you hear about the guys. I heard stories about girls. You don't have to give names or anything. You can allude to some things if you want. But if you really, <laughs> but if you really, our podcast is called "If You Can't Handle the Heat." If you really want the heat, let's hear it. <laughs> Ooh, I put you on the spot there, Lauren. Yeah, I mean, okay, I guess I didn't know how hard like Wisconsin party because it was so bad my freshman year that I got my captainship taken away like pretty much as soon as I got it because oh. I was just doing stupid stuff. Yeah, like immediately I got it in January. And then two months later at this big, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Mifflin, but it's basically a block party for a day. And people just, I mean, there's cops everywhere, but they can't do anything. There's too many yeah, people. Yeah. So it's just like wild. So during Mifflin, yeah, like pictures got out and Oof. I ended up getting my captainship oh, taken away, wow. which really sucked. But like, that was the only bad part. Other than that, fantastic. Like I had an amazing time at Wisconsin. I got the full experience. That's why I sometimes feel bad for people who go to like really small colleges and see the same like six people every day. I can't imagine. Yeah, Wisconsin yeah. is pretty bad. I can't imagine. Yeah, it was small. I mean, everything's small compared to Wisconsin. Hawaii would be small compared to Wisconsin. It just depends on what you want, yeah. though. Some people like that small community. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, yeah. Just whatever. Nah, it just, it's sad yeah, if, they wanted, if they wanted. If they. They're just if sad only... if they wanted a big school and then they didn't get that. Yeah. For sure. But no, we had so much fun. And I honestly think it was a really good balance. Like having that dry season in fall and like restraining. And then in spring, <laughs> training really freaking hard two times a day. And then like going out and having fun on the weekends. So yeah. I, training, know, I liked it. It's like the Wolf of Wall Street. You got to sweat all your alcohol out, you know, when you're training super hard. <laughs> God, that movie's so long. I could barely get through it. Anything that lasts over two innings of baseball is just 
The, the <laughs> longest thing known to man. Well played. Like, well played. Uh, is this movie longer than 20 minutes? Uh, <laughs> if it's longer than a Friends episode, I'm out. <laughs> oh, you want to take me on a date? Five, ten minutes, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Would you give Jimmy Garoppolo longer than that, drinks. though? Would you give Jimmy Garoppolo um, longer? You can have as much time as he wants. Okay. That's right there. All right, so so there's a boundary. So one last question. I Well, two last questions here. How would one come about these pictures that got you your captain taken? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was sick. That was really good, Gage. I was like really like, oh, this is getting serious over here. <laughs> I'm never serious. Come on now. But I'm sure it's in the clouds somewhere. This might have actually been before the clouds, so good luck. Yeah, you're kind of. And they weren't that right. bad. It was just like against team rules. That's the you know. What yeah. can you do? There's Lauren at the bottom of a beer bong, just <laughs> chugging away. Come on, guys, not that bad. Easy. Secondly, Easy. all right. Olympics got pushed back. 2021. Well, still consider the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Um, first off, I mean what. So, what's your schedule, kind of? Because uh, I know what Olympics are late uh, July, right? Mm-hmm. Late July. So, when when you get back, what's the train like? I'm sure you guys are all talking via Zoom or text or or, or whatnot. So, what information yeah. can you give us in terms of scheduling and what's going on? Yeah. So basically, everyone's kind of finishing up their pro seasons now overseas, and so we'll have seven days, roughly a week, to go home, go where you need to go, and then head out to California after that. And then I think we have to have a three-day quarantine and then get tested to get back into the USA gym. So by the time I get out there, I should only have three weeks for training. And then the group that – it's a group of 18, I believe, that are going to Volley Nations League, and that is a bubble in Italy. Um, So, yeah, men's and women's all in the same bubble, all in the same city. I don't know how this is going to work. I think it's going to be straight up like AAU convention style. We're going to have like three men's games going on, four women's games. It's going to be strange. But we're in a bubble for, let's see, I think we end like June 25th or something is finals week. Long time in a bubble. Um, And then after that, actually during VNL is when the roster of 12 for all the Olympic teams teams will be announced so we'll find out when we're all together in a bubble which is really it's that's gonna be real dicey um you know like yeah it's wild so everyone will find out then and either have their dreams made or their souls crushed so much fun and then after that um we will go back to california start training again and then head to tokyo probably a little earlier than expected just to do all the bubble stuff COVID testing, <clears throat> onboarding, um, and then I don't know when the Olympics start exactly, but it'll be middle of July is when the like, actual competition starts. What's going to be the most important thing for you guys to bring home gold in Tokyo? Like, the one thing you're like, we have to be able to do this. Because, I mean, obviously everybody knows Brazil's like always been. Uh, last time kind of uh, China too, but um, – has been kind of like the Achilles heel of the U.S. women's national team in like recent Olympics. But what is it about their team that brings up the most challenges for you guys? And what do you guys think is going to be the biggest thing going into the tournament? Yeah, I think for us, we run a really specific type of system. And we're really freaking good at that system when we are like humming and getting after it. But if we get out of system, it's a little harder for us. And we don't have these massive bangers like Boscovich and Zuting to like take care of these types of out of system balls. 
So that's like more technical things. It's just handling those situations and being really good and high ball and getting the ball back. Um, and honestly, it's just going to be about like full buy-in. Like we, there's a reason why the USA team, like we all play overseas. Like we're all really freaking good and we're amazing players. So putting it all together and like being truly happy for whoever the six or seven are on the court. And then that bench being ready to come in and make an immediate change is going to be huge. Cause I think that's, how kind of been our Achilles heel. Achilles heel is just injuries, and then like coming off the bench, like we don't have many options um, to be able to make that change fast. So it's going to be tough, but it's you know it's exciting. It's kind of sad that our family and friends can't come and see us, but they'll be able to watch on TV. And um, yeah, so fingers crossed, I get to be one of the twelve. Heck yeah! Well, you will be. Sure. We we already heard the true Clark's underdog story. Yeah, we out of season from Gatorade also, National Player of the Year. From Gatorade Player of the Year, all the way <laughs> number one recruit out of high school, three time first team All American, now in the Olympic team. How did she do it? How? <laughs> the climb. The climb is real. The other thing Hugh is. Miley Cyrus, just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just to let you know, everybody who has came and helped us with content from NCAA, uh, like any collegiate teams, they are in. They have one of the top seeds. And they've done really well after they came on the podcast. So, so. you talked about out-of-system hitting. Literally, our brand is out-of-system. So I think there's uh, some good fortunes in for you guys now that you come is on the podcast. Sign? So God, it's a sign? It's a sign for the you. brand. We got you. Jimmy, is that you? Where- <laughs> Jimmy? Did I hear Jimmy? <laughs> he listens to the pod. Uh, oh, yeah. Big fan the of the pod. pod. So. Big, so good big out-of-system guy. Good play. Good sure. play. <laughs> well played. We have a large, we have a large audience of NFL players. So, all retired above the age just of make seventy. Make sure you just make sure you just tag him eighteen times when we post this video. We'll have we'll we have will the, do that. We should we should have we will that. Do that. We should have people tag Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll have that. We'll have him tag Jimmy. We'll for sure. You say it. We're gonna now. We're gonna do it. Yeah, Absolutely. That's a good idea. That's a good My idea. chances are ruined for sure. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this crazy lady? That... Jimmy. Tagging in this. Jimmy takes you out. To Jimmy. Eat. Jimmy takes you out. I'm to an eat. underdog, just like, like you. Just like you. are in love with this guy. All of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, can I have a burger?" You turn him. You're like. Is that even fucking buffalo meat, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and done. End of the date. Bison burger or nothing. Lauren. Oh, God. Thanks for hopping on the pod. Hopefully, we can have you on before. Well, maybe before you go on to Tokyo. Who knows? Um, but you've been more than, more than an admiral guest and a super, super fun person just to get to know and talk to. Hopefully, we get to see each other in person so we can square off and fight each other. That would be something <laughs> I'd be interested in. I can't wait. It's on, site. it's on site. It's on site. It's on site. With my Tim's, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you only bring your Tim's in the My night. Tim's, my <laughs> guy. <laughs> Nude guy with Tim's on. What are you? <laughs> the thing is, she'll know that's you, though. You walk, and like, there he is. <laughs> it's a new guy with that's Tim's. Gage. Nice to meet you, Gage. I'm now going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Uh, uh, dreams really do come true, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lauren, thank you so much for being on the pod. Thanks for having me. Good times. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Safe travels back to the U.S. Yeah. Thanks. The lovely Lauren Cardellini, everyone. 
I'll be honest with you guys. I, I This is the first time I've ever met her. I think Joe is the same thing. I don't know, Mike, if you ever met her before or talked to her. I had no, no idea. I mean, she seemed a uh, Midwest girl. She seemed super cool, but I had no idea she was, like, ultra chill like that. She was just chill from the get-go. Um, it's always a refreshing to have someone like that as a guest on the show. Not that we don't, but but just someone who's just very open. Uh, takes our jokes very, very well. That's that's the biggest thing because I know we don't take ourselves very seriously. But both talented on and off the court, loves bison burgers. Boys, what are your thoughts on the interview? That was sick. Yeah, I mean she'll be she'll be the starting setter this summer too. I mean she was she was trying to be humble about it, but <laughs> she's Underdog gonna be the starting story. setter. She's gonna be the starting setter for the Olympics, so it's pretty sick uh, that we got her on here, kind of, because her summer's gonna be I'm sure crazy, dude. That schedule for like. Like the top players, they're scheduled just all the time. It's crazy. Like it is. there's always like they, they go straight so into years. the national team gym. So there's no off season so for volleyball. There's no off season for volleyball at all. Yeah, yeah. So and it's like the crazy. longest season too. It's like the longest season, and it's overseas. It's not in the U.S. Like an eight month season. I don't know a lot of other. How long is baseball? How long is uh, baseball? It's from usually April. Till October, if you go all the way through. All right, yeah. Nobody's even near how long we're overseas. No, not even close. Not and close. if you're in the U.S., you're playing like with family and friends there, and you get breaks and stuff, and like to go yeah. see friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a hundred percent, and you have an off season, and there's no USA baseball team that's like training every summer, and basketball they play in the Olympics and put it together last minute, pretty much. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yo, we got some uh, we got some questions here. Uh, we're going to rip through those really fast, and then we'll sign off and let the people go here. Um, we got from, what's the name? Ben, uh, Bene Somez. I definitely mispronounced that. You guys have, yo, guys, I have a question about defense, specifically not blinking or closing your eyes when a ball is getting hit at you. How can I prevent myself from closing my eyes when a ball is getting hit at me? By the way, I love each and every podcast that comes out each week. I listen to them while I make my 3 a.m. sandwich, which makes life a whole lot better. Sick. 3 a.m. sandwich. A- Respect. And how long does it take you to make a sandwich? I feel like our podcast is like an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> like, Big Sando guy. How, how are you doing that? He enjoys it. He makes it and eats it to us. To yeah. Just really Ooh. enjoys it. <laughs> just makes it, leaves it. Ugh. I feel like we should g- give this a gauge. The, li- the libero. I, I mean, I, I just close my eyes. I don't know. Just really focus, over focus <laughs> on opening your eyes. I don't know. Look like a crackhead out there, I guess. Like, I, I mean, I like it. I think it's probably a comfort level with like in, uh, some fear involved. So I think yeah, like, true. Just go get just go put your hands behind your back and just let people rip at you. I don't know. And then you, or just stand ten foot line, and try and dig them, and then you'll be uh, you'll be used to the speed and everything else seems slow. You know, because I'm I remember I take so I take balls from the face from Patrick ten foot one. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm straight up. He has one ball straight in my nutsack. Uh, I think I'm fertile still. We'll, we'll find out in the near future here. Does Milan make you play defense with? I mean, looks? there's no block. There's if there's no block, he doesn't make us do no block all the time. Yeah. Jesus. And it's two, two, three feet off. But with Patrick, that guy's like seven foot. It doesn't really matter, you know. Jafioka. Yeah. I mean, Rado's still. Jafiel. 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 Cole's getting up. So, um, my fertility is questionable, and my face is detonated on on a on a day to day basis. So I mean, just stuff like that, I guess. 
Heck yeah. That's, that's um, on match point, who should the ball be set to? The hitter who is most open, the hottest hitter that day, or the ace hitter? This is from Charles Dickus. Wow. Joe, you want to go on this? Dude, well, this is... I, I, I hear so in the, the right answer. In the... Uh, well, I will say this, that the European kind of philosophy is like you give it to the open guy in situ but the more american approach because if you look at just sports in general like there's a lot of times you know who the ball is going to like in every yeah. sport it's like all right it's going to that guy and that's more somebody told me that's more of an american approach i don't remember who i was talking to about that maybe stein von Tilbury actually recently and like for me if i'm riding a guy like and he's just like been unbelievable that's the guy i'm giving the ball to like, even yeah like, i would say in most situations uh I'd go to the guy with the hot hand and then, um, but you're going to have to mix it up once or twice. If you're like, you're going to him like in deuces and deuces is going like 26, 26. And then you're at like 28. You might want to throw in like a one ball or like throw in If if he's an outside, you might want to throw one ball back because it's hard to score like six balls in a row. Like that's difficult too. So I think that there's definitely, there's not really a true right answer. It just depends. For me, I know totally. on my team, my team's like give it to the person that's on fire. Yeah. And if they have if they have two blocks, they have two blocks. That's fine. Um, Let them but rip. I definitely think other rip. other people have different philosophies. It's a good question. Really good question, actually. So, I'd never regret giving the ball to the hot hitter at the end of the day. <laughs> like I'm like, ah, eh, well, he's been we've been riding him all game. Like so, he got us here. Let yeah. Him. Yeah. True. The last question, Gage. Uh, we'll do it at a different point, but you can sign us off here. Okay. Well, again, the wonderful, multi-talented Bison Burger eating Lauren Cardellini again joins us on the show. We'll have her. We're going to try and get her again before she heads overseas or heads back uh, to, to Tokyo. Try and find a time. Maybe, maybe we get her and Kelsey Robinson on. But, Ooh, and so we you guys can square them. off. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we could have them fight. I, I think I could take both of them. With my Pay-per-view. Joke. Have you seen Pay-per-view here live. Pay-per-view on Odysseus. That'd be we have, live stream to fight. We should start filming some fights. Could get into the fight business. With each other? No. With we start we our own pay, like, we league. Pay, we start our we own league. We just pay people. Just find some people. <laughs> On the street. Anybody looking for a dollar. <laughs> I will literally fight you in my Tim's, my guy. Nothing else. Uh, anyways, like I said, we're going to get her on before she goes to Tokyo, hopefully. We'll be keeping track. Lauren Carlini, the Jimmy Garoppolo uh, love story is soon. Uh, going to be it's taking started. a float here. And make sure, we're, gonna, we're literally going to do, make sure you tag Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and, and make sure you please do just for the sake of Lauren's uh, love life. We thank everyone for being so, so loyal to our show. Boys, thanks for hopping on today. And just remember, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the damn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Adam System.